This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. There is not anything more important than understanding the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Nothing. There is no other thing that has the power to change not only your life, but your eternity. The person of Jesus Christ, if you don't know, is the center of the Bible. Everything leading up in the Old Testament and everything written in the New Testament, the pinnacle of it all is Jesus Christ. It's all leading to him. It's all about him. I have a great little book that I love that a lot of you probably know or have heard of. It's called the Jesus Storybook Bible. And almost every time I'm going to teach on a story in the Bible, I will read that book because it reminds me, it centers, Jesus was connected to every story. There's nothing in the Bible that isn't about Jesus. Acts 17, 28 says, For in him we live and move and have our being. Everything about us, everything about God, everything about creation lives and moves and has its being because of Christ, in Christ, through Christ. It's our greatest hope. But here's the tough part. Yes, it's all about Jesus. The Bible, our lives, creation, everything is about Jesus. But so many of you are listening to this and going, I don't know how to apply that to my life. I don't know what that means on a day-to-day basis. I don't know how to even know exactly who he is and if he really is the son of God. I don't know how to even receive him into my life and follow him. You guys, I want to answer those questions right now for you, for your kids, for your friends. I want you to have those answers so that you can give him away and so that you know who he is too. So a little about Jesus. First, he existed before time. So before earth, he existed. He was not born onto earth and that was the first moment he existed. He always existed and he will always exist. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But when he was born, he became fully man and fully God. And again, these are the mysteries that it's hard to get our head around, but he was fully both. And the powerful thing is that he would choose, that before time, Trinity would choose to send Jesus to be the payment for our sins. So there's this hint in this promise of Jesus when God is talking about the fall and sin entering the world and the results of that, the consequences of that, the division, the difficulty we'll face, the thorns and thistles. He also says, he makes a promise, he speaks of the offspring of the woman and he says to the enemy, that offspring is going to strike you on your head and you will strike his heel. The the heel in this is the crucifixion. There will be death. There will be hurt that befalls Jesus. But in the end, he will strike your head. He will win. And while the crucifixion is a unthinkable tragedy and difficulty, that actually, that strike on the heel is actually the ultimate blow to Satan. It's the way that sin and death are going to be defeated is because of the blood of the lamb. Now, if you don't know very much about the Bible, blood sacrifices are throughout the Old Testament. When he sets up a relationship with with Israel and he builds 
his people and he communicates with his people. He sets up a system in which their sins can be forgiven. And all of this, it wasn't that the blood of actual lambs did forgive sins. It's that it would all build to the one that could ultimately defeat and forgive sins, right? So when you read the Bible, you see this this foreshadowing of Jesus throughout the Old Testament. You see it in every Bible story. You see it in Noah. You see it in David. You see it in every Bible story that there's this hope, there's this promise that God is making with his people. Like, I will redeem you. I will make this world right. I will come back for you. It's this giant story of rescue, and the rescuer is Jesus. He was the one that paid the price for sins, and it cost him so much. So I like him so much. I like him so much because he fought to get us back. Guys, we messed this up, and he could have just done away with us. Or, you know, another way he could have handled it is, hey, I'll purchase you, but you're going to be my servants. You're going to be my slaves. But no, it says in Ephesians that, that we were made to be children of God that we are the adopted sons and daughters of God, that he has placed us in his family forever. That identity changes everything. And that identity and that hope in heaven is only possible because of the blood of Jesus, because our God is also just. Yes, he is loving, but he's also just, and he cannot tolerate sin. He cannot. And we don't want him to. I mean, you think of the people that are absolutely causing destruction in your own life or around you, and you think, yeah, we're just going to let child abusers not have any consequences. We're going to let murderers not have any consequences. We don't want that. That's not goodness. Goodness is having a standard. Goodness is protecting from evil. And so we want a God that hates sin. We want that. We just don't want a God that hates our sin. And what Jesus did is, hey, he didn't diminish the justice or the standard. He met the standard. He answered the justice. He was the reconciliation back to God. And then it says that we get to be ambassadors of that reconciliation. Ah, it's so good. So those of you that are listening and you're like, you know what? I have never received Jesus into my own life. I've never trusted him for the forgiveness of sins. Or those of you listening thinking, you know what? I would love for my kids to hear this. Go grab them. And I'm going to just share with you the simple way that you can follow Jesus. Okay, here we go. Trusting Jesus is as simple as believing and praying these things. I am a sinner. I need a savior. And I believe, Jesus, that you are the answer to that that you are the one with the power to forgive sins and that you came to earth, that you became sin so that you could rescue us from it and you paid the price for that sin in laying down your life. I believe that. I believe that you are the son of God and that on the third day you rose from the grave and you are seated beside the father right now. And I want you and I want to follow you and I want to be in heaven with you one day. And I believe that is possible because of your sacrifice. So I'm in. <laughs> and that's it, guys. That's it. It's as simple as that. We are sinners. And Jesus paid the price for sin. And when we put our hope in that, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he sent his only beloved son, that whosoever shall believe in him will have eternal life. That is our hope. It is secure. It is solid. It is the way he said it goes. There's no other way to the Father but through me, Jesus said. I'm it. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. And where you struggle, if you're listening and you're like, I want to believe that, I just don't, then I would encourage you to pray this prayer. Jesus, if you're real, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Hey, before we get back to the episode, I want to tell you about something. 
you know that we're always looking for helpful tools and things for you guys and we're excited to tell you about a new company that we're partnering with this season and you may have heard of them before. The other day I was trying to figure out a way to send this massive PDF ebook to a bunch of people for Theology. Couldn't get it to go through my email and so even before we partnered with Issue I remembered how easy they make it to upload your files and your PDFs and just send links that let people access your ebooks, freebie downloads, whatever you're doing and sharing your information online. And what's super fun, it's completely free to use. So you can go to issue.info slash Jenny to sign up and make an account. That's I-S-S-U-U dot info slash Jenny. And now back to Jenny. So today in our conversation, we're going to talk about Jesus and what he did for us and how he made it right, that all the sin that separated us from God was taken care of at the cross. It is the best story in the world. It's the best story that we'll ever hear. I hope you enjoy it. Tell me something you know and love about God. I think that how he just like died on the cross for me and how he loved me enough to like fight through all the pain on dying on the cross and you know he just loved us a lot and like even when we don't believe in him we still like he still loves us yeah that's awesome jack what about you what's something you know and love about god because of the bible that you that you wouldn't know if you didn't have a bible first of all i would need someone to tell me about it before I would know everything. And what would I know, I would probably, like, the first thing I would want to know is why did he die on the cross for his, for our sins? And um, why does God love us so much? Mm. Why do you think he loves us so much? Well, because uh, my dad loves me so much because he's, he's my dad and, like, just like like God, like he loves me so much because he's a shepherd and we're the sheep. And he created you. He imagined you. Jackie imagined you with your blonde hair and <laughs> your cute little nose and your pink cheeks. He imagined you, Anna Kate, with your big eyes and your huge smile. He thought of all of that stuff and he wrapped it up in little awesome people and put you here in your time, in your place with a lot of awesome purposes for you. So, A.N.K., if you just figured it out that, um, like, God was real, what would your reaction be? What's that? What do you mean, what's that? <laughs> like, what, like you said, what would your reaction be when If I, you just heard about God, and you heard he loved yeah, you, and he died I for you, and all like, this stuff. What? <laughs> I would be like, what does that mean? Like, who's God? And I would be like... And they would probably be like, well, and they would probably like, tell me about him, but I would still be like, what? But if you <laughs> understood him for the first time, what would you feel? I would feel safe and more hope in that. And I also would feel that it's pretty awesome that he made just everything. That's a great answer. Let's talk about the Bible for a little while. Do you like the Bible, Anna Kate? Is it boring sometimes? Um, Be real. Okay. Well, I mean, it can get boring, but 
Like, sometimes it can be very interesting. It is right. I agree with that completely. That's a good synopsis. Okay, so what what does God's word mean to you? Well, I think that God's word means he's there for me and that he's real. Yeah. Isn't it cool that he said, you know what? I'm going to give them the spirit, but I'm also going to give them my word. So they won't have to wonder who I am. They'll know. Like we can know who God is. We can know the plans he has for us. We can know all about heaven and how he created us. We can know all of that because God gave us his word and it shows us so much about God. Can you imagine if we didn't have God's word, we would not know who God was. Um, Why do you think God created the Bible? Well, the scriptures. Yeah, the scriptures. I think it was really important to God to have the scriptures because he got to say, this is who I am. And, and he inspired men to write it. He inspired beginning with Moses who wrote the first five books of the Bible. He inspired people to write. I think that God made the Bible because he wanted people to hear about his life. And he wanted us to explore what happened before we were like, this was all made. And He wanted us to think about how rough it was back then, and he just thought that it would be pretty nice if, you know, we, like, explored his life. Well, I like that answer a lot. Can you imagine if you're God in heaven and you have all these people that you created and you love, and you're like, I want them to know me. I want them to know everything about me. No one has to tell you that everything just feels like it's been spinning this year. And it's hard to figure out what next steps to take to move forward when so many things have felt completely unknown and shaky. So we want to invite you to take a weekend with your girlfriends and just reset. Take a minute to analyze and and take inventory of these last few months, the good and the hard, and what's been lost and what's been gained. Spend time with Jesus, spend time with each other, get encouraged, get equipped, and we want to do that with you right from your living room. So whether you have a house full of toddlers, you're a CEO, you lead a Bible study, this is for you. So invite a few girlfriends over and watch If Lead together on August 15th. Tickets are on sale now at iflead2020.com and they start at only $29. That's iflead2020.com.